You know, Keith, when we started this, I never thought we'd get famous for being uh, in podcasting. And we're still not famous. But podcasts are, are making a real impact in spoken word, in talk radio. They Now more than half of the talk audience is going to podcasts. Clearly not to ours, <laughs> but to a podcast. <laughs> and, you know, TuneIn, we ragged on TuneIn last week pretty badly about their sports yeah. coverage. And so I've got another TuneIn story that I want to share with everybody. Oh, oh, good, good. I can't wait. The Metaverse, Keith. Oh, yeah, I that's where all the hipsters it? are. Yeah. All the hipsters and Bob Pittman and his crew are in the Metaverse. Now, exactly where is that? I'd like to know. So with a lot of other people. So... <laughs> Good morning. We'd like to welcome you. We're back with another episode of Media Insultant. Keith and I get together and banter around different ideas, comments, opinions, snarky comments. And I'm in the Seattle area. Keith is down in Los Angeles. And we do this each Tuesday and Friday. So we'd like to welcome you to the Friday, October the uh, 14th episode of Media Insultant. So we gave TuneIn a hard time the last couple of weeks because it's so hard to navigate their sports and trying to listen to NFL or listen to college sports. And it just was a mess. You know, it was we brutal. Thought it, it was, was brutal. Mess. Yeah, yeah. But more gateway ads and, uh, and then, you can, then you can stomach. But yeah. It- well, so I decided, you know, I had it up on one of my computers and I thought, well, I'll just try listening to one of their channels. You know, they have channels like... Uh, uh, oldies or country or 90s hits or something like that. So I tried the classic hits channel on TuneIn. As oh, soon yeah. as I rolled into it, 12 pre-roll spots. Two songs, 12 more spots, three songs, and 10 spots. And then so- I was, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> so you got five songs and uh, 34 spots. That's yeah. right. Your math is impeccable. That's it's like, is this radio deja vu? Have they have they decided, you know, if radio can do it, we can do it. We can get away with it. This is a hell of a lot worse than radio. But I do think they can they think they can get away with it. But really, do they even care if somebody listens to their, their classic hits channel because they gotta pay music rights? So maybe uh it's like, oh just hang it up and go go pay the six ninety nine and get the free tier or whatever, like they do That's with a- football. It's a great. It's a great question. A great question. I, you know, none of these streaming guys are making any money. You know, they're flushing a lot of money through, but nobody's figured out because, as you pointed out, music rights is often, you know, their biggest single expense. So, they're just probably taking the money and running. You know, at some point yeah, they yeah, just well, and, and and you count as an impression. You you were a, uh, you know, you. I was you, a listener, yeah. and they added that to the to the total. So. All right, a, a good <laughs> shot, or a, a a shot of good juju for those of us who um, think small market radio is still viable and a lot of fun. Yeah. Because against all advice from her family, from her manager, from her financial advisor, Delilah, the radio personality, bought a small market radio station about a year ago. And we thought it would be fun to talk to her about what that was like after a year. Now, this is really a dinky little radio station. In but it's re- but it has sentimental value to Delilah Jackson, right? And she'll talk a lot about that, about why this radio station that she bought in a town of 4,000 people in an old timber town on the coast of Oregon 
is so important to her. And the truth is, she's doing pretty darn well with it. It's very exciting to see, hear, listen to talk about it. We will be uh, doing a, this Delilah interview talking about her radio station, K-Dune in Reedsport. Uh, we're going to do it in two episodes, once on the 25th, once on the 28th of October. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And if you like small market radio, you'll love the stories she tells. And you know, Delilah's a delight anyway. You know, so oh, she's yeah. just, it, just fun to watch anyway. <laughs> Even if you're not into small market radio and what it's like to own and operate your own radio station, Delilah is such an amazing and compelling storyteller. And how fortunate were we to, to get you know 40 minutes with Delilah, who happens to be the, not only the, one of the most successful female radio personalities in history, but also super busy. And uh, so it was fun to spend time with her. Uh, and just to be in her presence, you just feel the, the energy and the love and the passion that she has for K-Dune and, and how it's all come together down there. It's pretty, it's really cool. And, uh, so, and, and living proof that you can go home again. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's her old hometown and it's, uh, and it's where she got her start. So it's, uh, it's a great interview. Congratulations, Jackson, on, on lining her up because you were, you were her boss at one point at KJR in Seattle. And she's still speaking with you. So that's great. Well done. <laughs> one of the few. One of the few who still does. So those are the 25th and the 28th, those two interviews that we, we, we did with Delilah. So join us for those, and, of course, they'll be posted indefinitely. And it's a lot more Delilah than interview. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a great time. You, you just kind of, you kind of light the fire and let it burn with Delilah. That's it, baby. It was real fun. It was real fun. Okay, Edison Research did a study on the spoken word listening patterns. And I, interestingly enough, Keith, Podcasts now are representing about half of all spoken word listening. Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting about it is the age. You know, the average age of a podcast listener is 34, and radio is 46, and TV is 60. So podcasts is a way to generate new, younger audiences for your radio station. Maybe repurpose some content. That's not a new idea. No. But I think Fred Jacobs had a pretty good column the other day when he talked about don't repurpose, prepurpose. Decide in advance how you can use your content differently that's not necessarily on the air, but you can use in a in a podcast environment. And just a little plug here, because and, and not that we get paid for our plugs. We but don't. <laughs> our, our fabulous wealth has been accumulated elsewhere. <laughs> Uh, Futuri has a program called Post that makes this a lot easier. They basically go along and they record your on-air and repurpose it as as content for a podcast. So yep. well, that makes it a, a lot easier. And again, the thing we're seeing, in whether it's music or spoken word or video, television, any of this, it comes back to the same thing, Keith. The audience wants to control when they listen, when they watch, and what they listen to and what they watch. You know, the idea of prime time, the idea of tune in. Remember we used to do appointment radio. Hey, contesting Thursday morning, 9.30 or 7.30. You know, be sure to tune in. Not still anymore. doing that, but yeah. But it, not, it, much. but not, not much. Not much, because yeah. it doesn't work. Because it doesn't work. People are going, you know, why am I going to tune in for that? Yeah, anyway. Now it's, the, now it's the national text in to win contest, you know. Well, there's that. There's yeah. the, and those are those. Yeah, well, that's another that's another discussion. So, I mean, well, what's your thought on this? 
Well, yeah, it was interesting. Thank you. And, and, and it's an interesting stat. So great research on this, partner. You know, obviously, the drive to have content when you want it translates in, in the audio world to downloading podcasts. Now, I would have to think that 99% of podcasts are talk podcasts like us. It's people sitting around having a conversation about something. And clearly, we should incorporate more sex because all the podcasts about sex are the top 10. So, you know, well, maybe not. We'd lose all 200 listeners if we did that. But it doesn't <laughs> measure, you know, what, what's not being measured, what's being measured, and we've talked about this over the last several weeks, are downloads of podcasts. So in this, in this age range, they've subscribed and have, have, have approved downloads of lots of podcasts that that age group, the age group of our kids, basically, millennials and, and Gen X, are all looking at um, uh, their list of, of downloads for that week and what they want to actually listen to. They don't listen to everything they download. Right? They can't. There's not enough time in the day. Not enough time in the day, right. But but they'll go through and they'll look at these down. They'll go, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's listen to, to Dad and Keith do this show. or you know, um, And they pick, they pick and choose. So they, they curate their content, okay? Like we used to do with a VCR. They now do with, you know, with, with their podcast downloads. And, 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 I, and I, you know, so I think it, what's, there's a difference between how, how many shows get downloaded and I think every NPR show gets downloaded by every NPR listener every hour of every day of every week of every month. But are they listened to? Really? No, because there's no human. There are not enough humans and time in the in their lives to listen to every NPR show they've downloaded. Okay, but that's what happens. So I, I, I look forward to the day where there's actual measurement of listening, of actual listening of podcasts, and not just downloading. Because that's how radio is measured, and that's how TV is measured. It's measured by listenership or viewership. Podcasts are just by download. So it's not surprising that the age group age is lower and that the numbers are spectacular. Good observation. I think you know that's a, that you hit something on the head here. Edison's research may have indicated that that was half the talk spoken word audience. But your point is really well taken. If they did that on downloads... That is a misrepresentation because I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of people download a, a variety of programs and cherry pick when they pick one or pick two. Yeah, yeah. And and you know so you know when we get somebody who downloads our show it doesn't mean they listen to every single episode. Right. In fact, it's real interesting because during the week you know you go back and look at the numbers and they go back three or four weeks and four weeks, five weeks and right. Pick people up are listening shows. to people are listening to old shows because it's yeah. a topic they want to hear. You know, but right. the other thing too is that if Edison did. I'm not sure how they did this research, but let's just say they did call-out research, and they, taught, they called out to a panel of participants in this study, hey, did you listen to a, a spoken word podcast last week? Yeah, sure did. Yeah, I, I downloaded 30, but I listened to two. I don't think they asked that question. I don't think they asked how many you downloaded, and how many of those did you listen to, and for how long did you listen to those podcasts? Because you also see our data. And, and, you know, not everybody listens to the whole show. Okay, that's enough. I've done. Okay, I'm done. You know, I heard what I wanted to hear, and I'm done. So they don't listen to all of the podcast either. So that's right. this research is kind of funky to me, and I'd look forward to a day when it's a little bit more accurate. A little bit less funky. Well, a little less good funky. Point. Good right. point. Okay. The funky, funky, funky. Let's, let's talk about funky. I, you know, i, I got to admit, I, I don't understand the next topic we're going to talk about. 
I, I'm not even close to understanding the metaverse, but uh, iHeart's jumping into the metaverse yeah. with both feet. Yep. And and it isn't because I haven't tried to understand it. I don't understand the metaverse other than it's some virtual world that you exist in and somehow conduct your life in that virtual world. Now, why you would want to do that, I have yet to understand. And there doesn't seem to be enough compelling reason that anybody else wants to do it because it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. But iHeart's jumped into it. They have now iHeartland. Yeah. Is yeah. that that's a game, right? I, I suppose I, you know that it's like a, you 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 put on your uh, AR or VR glasses. You know your 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 headset. Your and Oculus. You ent- your your yes, Oculus. You, and you enter you enter State Farm Park. Because they've sold the frickin' sponsorship to State Farm Park, and therein you play the game or whatever it might be, and you know it's it's really cool. Everybody's got to be in the metaverse, right? It's got and you know and by the way, Meta is losing their ass on their investment in in the metaverse, and it may bring down Facebook. So other bloggers are predicting that that's the end of Facebook. Is how much how much time and money and effort they're putting into this bottomless pit known as the Meta Metaverse. But, you know, this is part of this whole conversation about Web 3.0. And, you know, you get you get the Metaverse, which is people going into an alternative life place. And what stoner gamer in their basement doesn't want to go into an alternative life where they look great and they're, you know, <laughs> they're the coolest kids around and they've got their Oculus on for hours and hours and play around in the game, and, and it's filled with sponsors. You know, there's logos and billboards, just like real life everywhere. Now, is this going to make a ton of money for iHeart? Is this going to be a big winner, just like NFTs are going to be a big winner? No, no. It, it's just, it's just you, can't have a te- you can't have a seat at the cool kid's table unless you've got an effort in the metaverse. And so, you know, you can think about how many regular radio jobs, how many DJs, how many salespeople they could hire – no, it's much cooler, and our sponsors are much more interested in understanding those sponsors that give us, you know, eighty percent of their audio budget. They're much more concerned about what we're doing to help get them into the metaverse than they are about whether or not they're getting a promotion executed in Salt Lake City. Well, to that point, though, I think uh, one thing I will give Bob Pittman, uh, the head honcho at iHeart, credit for is, you know, he's putting his toe in the water, and you don't want to be too late to the party. So if if there's gonna if something's gonna come of it, you may as well be there and be able to exploit it. I mean, you and I both are sitting here scratching our heads, and so are most people. But the fact remains that just the right twist, just the right idea, suddenly it pops. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a- and, I, and I think and I think you're right. That's I'm sure that's how Bob is feeling. You know, is that is that it's all about. All the different ways we can connect with our audience. And if we can connect yes. with our audience in the metaverse, that's awesome. That's part of what we're doing. On the other hand, you have the legendary business consultant and management guru who invented management, Peter Drucker, who once said the famous quote, concentration is the secret to all economic success. Okay, Not some economic success, all of it. And this is a distraction among many that iHeart specializes in just because they can put their arms around the fact that it's connecting with an audience. But so jury's out. Let's see how people play with this. And we could be sitting here a year from now with our Oculus headset on going, that Bob Pittman was a fucking brilliant genius. Well, he is anyway, (laughs) but I mean, he was really on it on this deal. 
That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> All right. Well, one final note, Keith. We appreciate the financial support we have gotten from some of our listeners, and uh, the QR code is on screen right now. If you click on that, it'll take you to our Venmo account, and we just appreciate any support. If you are listening on the podcast, you can look it up at Venmo under Media Insultant. And we just really appreciate the support we've gotten so far on Media Insultant. But we do have to run, Keith. Uh, let's come back on, on Tuesday. I want to talk about global rights music. I think we had talked about that before. Oh, global, we, uh, global music rights, GMR. Thank you. The GMR. evil death star that is GMR, yeah. Well, and I, I think that they have updated a lot of things, and some of my previous criticisms have been uh, have been corrected now. Oh, okay. And, but they are going after three small radio groups, and it's a typical thug thing. You know, you beat up on the weak kids mm. and the and the playground. So we'll talk about that when we come back together for the next episode of Media Insultant on Tuesday. Yes, and, and I want to talk about the 15 people that Beasley let go. So I'll be doing some personnel moves uh, sleuthing around this week, uh, keeping track of uh, what's going on in, uh, in radio and television personnel moves because of the impending recession and yeah, political dollars being over at the end of the month. So, yeah, there you go. We'll good, see you next week on that. It's going to be it's going to be tough for people in a lot of the, in a lot of media businesses right now. As you know, newspaper, radio, TV, it's all gotten to be kind of tough. Even even digital, even Amazon's not hiring right now. So you know that things are slowing down indeed. All right. Well, we will do this again next week, Tuesday yep. and Friday. Please join us. We're available on any of the podcasting platforms. Our videos are at the Media Insultant Showcase on Vimeo. We're a production of In-Town Media, an interim broadcast management company. And uh, comments are always welcome, Jackson, at In-Town Media, or just click on our link on LinkedIn. We will be back next week, Keith. And until then, have a great weekend. Stay healthy and go whoever. Coops, USC, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, beat the Utes. Here we go. Fight on.